0: Hey guys, as usual, we have an amazing show coming up for you where you're going to go on iTunes and rate us five stars and write a really positive review. Oh yeah. But before you do that, I just want to let you know that we are having a live taping of our podcast at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles or Hollywood, uh, October 19th at 730. It's a Sunday, but we know most of you don't have jobs. So who cares about (laughs) Monday morning? And it's pretty early. It's super easy uh, to buy tickets. You just log on to the Hollywood Improv website. Uh, tickets are only $10. Again, it's October 19th. We're so cheap. We are cheap. We're cheap women. We're the ass women. God, um, Marnie, how can they get in touch with us? Because we're looking for a very special person struggling right now in a relationship or in, a, in, in dating, a dating, whatever anything. it is.
1: If you're a guy, a girl, and you find that you're struggling and have some questions for us, and want to struggle with us live, want to do it in front of our faces so that you get immediate answers from us, and, I sit, will, with us and, and sit with us and talk, yeah. and we'll give you a hug. Maybe Christian will hug you or touch. I don't know what's yeah, going to happen at the show. That. We, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> of course, I'm what happens hug in the improv stays in the improv. But we're going to uh, answer answer any issue, any questions that you have, um, but write into the same address that you write to overanalyze this. It's ask at com with the subject line, I want to struggle with you. And hopefully you will be one of the six lucky contestants that get <laughs> to uh, pour your heart out to us live in person at the Hollywood Improv on October 19th at 7.30 p.m. So please go get tickets and we would love to
0: see you in person. Um. I love the Buffalo Bills, but if I spent my season just hoping that the Buffalo Bills would do well, it'd be a pretty disappointing season. So sometimes (laughs) if you're a football fan, you got to mix things up when you guys are losing pretty badly. And a really awesome way to do that is to go to DraftKings.com. It's like a new fantasy football type league, except it doesn't extend the entire season. You play week by week. So That's pretty cool. it's awesome because I know, you know, you get into your fantasy league and things aren't going well. And then your whole season, you just know you have nothing to look forward to this every single week. There's something new to look forward to and you can win a lot of money. Like a I'm going
1: to do that with my husband. I think he would think I was super sexy if I came home. I was like, oh, let's go on draftkings.com. And
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, let's, let's
1: bet on stuff. I don't even know what yeah, the words are to say to him. come out in a outfit. <laughs> like he, he could get turned on. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, no, it's awesome. My boyfriend actually really, really enjoys it. Um, it's called draftkings.com. So go there and just enter a podcast and you get to play free. So, oh, cool. all you do is oh, enter a podcast free
1: and it's only for a week. This is the dream for me, right?
0: <laughs> so just keep doing it week by week. I don't think you can yeah. continue getting it free every week,
1: but, but apparently that, uh, last year one player turned 11 bucks into 4,000. Okay. In one weekend, another I one... know how to
0: turn 11 dollars into one dollar. Honestly, like I'm so bad at my money. So then you should be doing this because it
1: it would really help you. Another one won a hundred grand the first time ever playing, and another. We're not talking about the candy bar here, people. Exactly, and another player won a million bucks in one day just playing fantasy football, which is pretty amazing. I hope to be a millionaire, and so if I play this every week,
0: I have the potential of becoming one. So hurry and get free entry into the Millionaire Maker event this weekend, where first place takes home one million dollars i'm like dr (laughs) evil so again free entry this weekend for millionaire maker event and take home a million dollars go to draftkings.com
1: So head over to DraftKings.com now if this interests you and enter promo code PODCAST to play free to become a millionaire. DraftKings.com, bigger events, bigger winnings, bigger millionaires. Enter PODCAST for free entry now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com, that's DraftKings.com
2: podcast one.com presents the ask women podcast uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind
3: you don't know how i feel
2: and explain it to men in terms they can actually understand booze now here's the lovely ladies of ask women
0: Hey, you guys! Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts. Uh, check me out. Now online. you're back to being normal.
1: I've been talking about you being energetic for a while. I'm really happy. This is you. This is the you that I know. Yeah, it is.
0: Fresh, lethargic. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah. Well, I think I woke up at the point in my sleep where I shouldn't have woken up. So it's been. So you're still in REM. Yes, I'm always in REM. <laughs> <laughs> just listening to the band. REM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, we're here with Marnie Kenris, best-selling author, relationship expert, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we have our dude with us who is, um, super, I think, semi-douchey, but Marnie <laughs> thinks he's, Marnie thinks he's a sweet guy. So he I don't is. know. It's up for you guys to decide, but I'm a really good judge of character. But we have Andy Ruther with us today. Thanks for coming think, again, Andy.
4: Thank you, Kristen. That's just a, Lovely introduction, (laughs) semi. Well, I I do what I can. That's gonna go on my gravestone. Semi douchey. It should. No, just full douchey will go on your (laughs) gravestone.
0: Um. So today in the show we have Heather McDonald coming, and I we have to be honest, um, transparent. Transparent. We record episodes all kind of out of order, and so Heather's was supposed to air a while ago, but we weren't able to get to doing the first half. So. You'll hear in the second half of the show us uh, say, Hey, go check out her special on August 26th. But as we record this, it's like September 23rd. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you can still go check it out. I'm as sure you should. It's It'll give them
1: a new surge of listeners. Yes. So and be like, our, where uh, did viewers. this
0: come from? The Ask Women podcast. And they can think the Ask Women podcast. Exactly. But she's really funny. And so you guys will really enjoy her interview. And she's um, been married for a really long time, but sells a lot of funny things to say on dating and relationships and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so. You were saying well, something so, about wanting to talk. About, I I know you want to do your wing girl minute, so I'll. Oh, I will. But the thing that I want to talk about is so Andy came
1: over to my house shortly after our last podcast. Whoa, well, we were talking about like a lot of the girls that he dates off of Twitter or just in general. Let's let's let's, let's be careful with the, this term the dating interweb. Yeah, that, that he sleeps, sleeps with. <laughs> And I was advising him on why these women cling to him so much. Um, But we will talk about that after I do my Wing Girl Minute. Are you able to recognize when a woman is attracted to you? Well, one key sign she's into you is she's twirling her hair. A lot of men misread hair twirling because there are several reasons why a woman might be doing it. One possible reason is that she is trying to stimulate hair scalp, which means that she is bored (laughs) and is losing attraction for you. If she is both stimulating her scalp this is one written by my assistant, by the way, uh, and staying involved in the conversation, however, it's likely that she is becoming sexually stimulated while talking to you. The sensory experience related to the head, particularly at the back, is incredibly sexually loaded and full of emotional triggers and anchors. Playing with your hair causes blood to flow and makes you feel connected with your body. So if you notice a woman twirling her hair in a way that tightens it and causes it to tug on her scalp it's a positive sign
0: and that's my wing girl minute that explains why I am so deeply attracted to all the people who cut my hair hmm oh that feels good baby exactly me
4: too I get a boner every, every time <laughs> a gay dude cuts my hair
0: I believe honestly it. though when you go back and you get your hair washed in the in the sink and they do like the you know really like oh, great massage I just my whole body is like I know
1: I but I never really have that feeling outside
4: either <laughs> but I thought, that, I, thought that, I thought that was pretty much much known when a girl's twirling her hat, hair that she's interested even though it looks it looks, I always, it looks just very childish.
0: I always just assumed it was she was dumb because you always I see was, that like I was, gonna, the say, I was gonna say that, that though
4: too it's it, yeah to me it looks pretty if you're a grown woman you shouldn't be twirling your hair
0: I don't know if it's <laughs> I don't know though if it's as literal as twirling your hair I think because I do this a lot like if you're touching your hair yeah. or kind of pulling down on your hair as you talk yeah maybe that could be a well side. there's also
1: a thing um it's like called flicking your mane but when women are attracted they actually like <laughs> it's like it's like a like a, a, horse. A, a lion and they just like or you know, or a horse, and they just flick their hair. I'm doing it right now, and obviously nobody can see. But it's a way to readjust the hair on their face, um, have men notice and see them. But it, it is a sign that she's attracted. Whenever
0: to them. I've actually tried to do that, not naturally in conversation, but like I'm gonna do this with my hair, I always kind of get a crook in my neck. I'm like <laughs> ah. Ah, that hurts. You shouldn't do that then. It's um, dangerous for you. It is. So Andy, tell us about this thing that Marnie wanted to talk about, which is like Well you intimacy were talking about types of well, you're you, like
1: you don't understand why they're so into you or, or like well, I was, why you know, they think there's something more there. Than there yeah,
4: is. I was saying to Marnie that there's a lot of girls that like I'll just to me it's it's purely sex and I'll sleep with them and then you know, a lot of times not even dates. Like they're literally coming over, we're having sex, we're watching Netflix or whatever. And I was confused. Very romantic, by the way. (laughs) That sounds like a relationship. That sounds like
1: a relationship to me. Anyway, continue. But see,
4: I'm I'm always up front with them. But I was explaining this to Marnie, and it was like I don't know how these girls. They'll be like, "I like you," and I'm like, "What do you mean you like me? I ordered us like pizza. We watched Netflix, and I banged you as many times as I could until I (laughs) until I went into cardiac arrest <laughs> like what do you mean you like me and then that she sounds like a fairy tale but, but that's what she was like but but I think what she was explaining to me was she's like well here's the thing you're outgoing you're not just fucking him and then falling asleep you're probably like lying with them talking to him I'm like Man, you yeah.
1: know he can talk up a storm this guy so yeah. He's yeah, talking yeah. for hours to these women yeah. so <laughs> I'm
4: talking to him I'm you know my thing is I'd rather I'd rather have sex with a girl that I can actually talk to like I'm, I'm to the point in my life. I've actually always been like this. I don't care if you're like a 10, if you're boring. I don't, those aren't the type of girls I ever, I yeah. mean, I've said this past yeah, yeah, yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. I don't go for it. So it's weird because girls are like, always...
0: even though I could get, <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: <that's
0: right. laughs> I could get, em. that's like the air that's but... coming off of you right now. Well, no, I don't want to try to find douche in him. Yeah. He's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. <laughs> Marnie's twinkly-eyed. I don't think so. Official wing girl
4: (laughs) for Andy Ruther. Exactly. Stamp
1: of
0: approval. Nice guy.
4: You need an Andy Ruther jersey. I do. But I, I, I was always confused that I didn't understand why women would just be like, I'm starting to like you. And I'm like... I thought I made this clear that we're not. Anything. But
0: what are you doing to make it clear?
4: Because you haven't stated anything that you've done to make do you it clear. Do
0: not hear what he's doing? He's offering up
1: intimacy. So these women. although No,
0: I'm sorry. But I'm literally oh. I'm literally oh. wanting to know oh. what do you do to make it clear? Do you say, I don't want anything yeah, with you? I, Here's I, some pizza. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> eat
4: it. <laughs> Here's some pizza and my dick. This is how tonight's going to go. <laughs> Which one? I, no, I, I'm always very honest with girls and say that like. You know, I'm not looking for anything serious. So you
0: literally state this before anything happens.
4: Literally state this, pretty much all the time. I'm always very, I'm very. One thing about me, I know I'm honest, so I'll let girls know that. And it's
1: like you're never gonna get me. Like, like, (laughs) like, take for
4: example this this girl I met on Tinder last year. She she was 15 years older than me. Oh
0: Oh god, everyone (laughs) was thinking you were gonna say 15. (laughs) Stop my heart for a second.
4: (laughs) No, I'm not R. Kelly. I'm not peeing on this girl. (laughs) So she comes over. And we went on one date, the first date we met after that, for like a month straight, this was our relationship. I'd watch football on Sunday because I'm a huge you know sports dork, so I would literally watch football every Sunday, and she would come over it, and this is what it was I'd be ordering pizza and we'd be watching football and having sex all day and then it got to the point where <laughs> a lot of times she wouldn't stay over or she would I didn't care but but then it got to the point where she was like she got mad to it she was like she she like she liked me like first of all, you're fifteen years older than me. I'm fucking you while I tweet and eat pizza. Like what part of this makes you like me? I don't get, I don't get this.
1: Well, what did I explain to you?
4: But Marnie, show me
1: what you've learned.
4: Marnie said to me and actually kind of made sense was that. Yeah. She's like, if girls might be into, if you're having sex all over your apartment or you're like showering with them and you're being intimate and you're cuddling with them in bed after sex, all those things are like signs to a woman that, that I'm more interested than just sex.
1: Yeah. Well, even though you're saying it straight out, because for us women, we don't we don't say a lot of the things that we're really thinking. So we, we go on subtle cues. So you may be saying these things, but your actions indicate that something else is going on. They come over, they spend the day with you, sitting on your couch watching the football game as most couples do. Right? <laughs> then you have great Intermittent conversation Between The amazing plays Where you talk their ear off And listen to what They have to say Then you give them Mind-blowing sex I'm just putting that out there, I don't know if it really is what's happening. They're probably two, bored out of their mind. Two pumps and done. It. But you're you're having sex all day, so you're having great ca- uh, sexual chemistry as well. For them, they're thinking, Oh my god, I found the man. He just doesn't know it yet. But if I'm here a little bit longer, then most likely that is going to that's what's going to happen for us is that he's going to realize or stop stop being afraid or whatever it is that's going on in his head, and that he'll realize we have this amazing connection. So that's what you're offering. I'm not. I think, say, I think I'm not saying problem- you're being an, a jerk because of it. It's them misreading, but that is what's happening. You are supplying intimacy.
0: Yeah, you're saying one thing, but then you're kind of doing another. And I think the problem comes from the amount of football. Those are long games. So if you're Mm -hmm. watching numerous football games on a Sunday, hanging out with someone, that's a long time Mm -hmm. to be – with the human, if it was like she came over at night, you guys yeah, did it, and she left in the morning, this is a different thing. But because you guys are spending an entire day together, women will associate that with coupling.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't even take them out. I'm like, oh, because you're having such amazing sex, you can't even get outside of the house. <laughs> Imagine her going to her girlfriend and saying, Oh, I met this guy. We, I just go over there. We watch Breaking Bad. It's amazing. Then we have unbelievable sex. Then we have a great 45 minute conversation. Then we have sex again. Then we, we order pizza. pizza. Then we have sex again. Like for them, they're like, "Oh my god, you found the one." Like yeah. that's that's literally what I heard. Yeah. You so I telling think I story. think it's
0: important for guys to know that what you say and what you do needs to align. Otherwise, you might bring that crazy out of a girl. Right. Exactly.
1: So, and I'm not saying that it's your her feelings are her responsibility. I'm just saying it's going to backfire on you because you're
4: going to get a stalker. But you but you said to me, Marnie said to me, then the solution is essentially bang them and they need to leave or I need to leave. <laughs>
0: you said yeah t- those aren't
1: the words i use. <laughs> but basically if you're just gonna have sex with them you just have to have sex with them you have to just
0: shut up <laughs> and zip your lips but that's not gonna happen and maybe you can give them pizza because you should because it's nice <laughs> well then this do. is something that you have to not complain about and right. not wonder why they're getting addicted yeah. to you and your pizza or whatever <laughs> yes
4: <laughs> that's actually what i call my penis exactly. but you know what i
0: mean you have to kind of say like uh, this is the bed I've made. Now I have to kind of lay in it. Literally. Um, otherwise. And when you do notice behavior, when they're blatantly
1: saying to you, you know, now I like you, you have to say to them, it, it's over. It has to be over once they say they like you. Because as much as you can say, that's not what I'm into. If you continue that behavior, they're going to continue their behavior and liking you. And, and their their like for you is going to continue growing. So it's, it's still misleading, even though I know you're not doing it on purpose.
0: It's frustrating, right?
4: It, it is but you know what you know what I, i've come you want to wanna be you well i that's the thing i'm not going to change that i mean there there. obviously there have been times <laughs> Stay where true
0: to your shallow self andy but, <laughs> that's important
4: <laughs> <laughs> but i've realized i've realized i've realized obviously I've, I've had a lot of personal stuff with like my brain injury in the last six months i've come to the conclusion with with me i'm a binge personality and that's mm-hmm. what i've realized whether it was drinking or sex or working like so so if, if i'm gonna fuck a girl I'm, I'll be like like a goddamn dog in heat where I just want to keep fucking her for that twelve to sixteen hours and then it's like all right I got twelve
0: shit. to sixteen hours and then I got shit to do. <laughs> We're just like what sounds this? horrifying to God. me. But anyway, um well I know that you're um gonna talk to talk to uh, Heather about Tindering with her niece which is uh yeah.
1: we're like trying to remember what did you tell Yeah, to it was event? you
0: went out with her niece and yes. that's pretty hilarious. So um but we've already talked about it. So yeah, why don't you exactly. guys stay tuned after the break. Yeah, so you can hear cuz we hear. don't remember. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We don't, but we will shortly. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> so we have um truecar.com is one of our sponsors and they do something really interesting.
0: Uh they it's start- a really good idea. It's a really I'm, good idea. that what hasn't been done sooner.
1: Well, because a lot of people don't know what a car is actually worth they sort of believe whatever the person is telling them it's worth so if you go to truecar.com and you type up the car that you want to buy you put in the model and the year and all of that stuff it'll tell you actually how much that car is worth and how much you should be paying for it not like based on other people's perspectives yeah
0: but there's people i guess that are certified like true car dealers so if you bring in that price to that dealership right it will they will honor that price you know and also
1: true car users save an average of three thousand two hundred and twenty one dollars off of um the msrp which is the what is it again Merchant...
0: manufacturer suggested retail price which is pretty amazing yeah. they're saving that much money and they're not being ripped off yeah. that's absolutely amazing and then like six months they sold over two hundred seventy-five thousand cars
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. There's so lot, I so go to truecar.com. Uh, visit truecar.com today. Save time, save money, and never overpay because who the hell likes to overpay? Not I.
2: There's good news, podcast listener. The Podcast One app version 2.5 update is available right now. Awesome. Which means you'll be able to directly access all the shows you really care about anytime and anywhere you want. Adam Carolla, Steve Austin, NPR, Loveline, Dan Patrick, and a whole bunch more. Wow. Plus now you can play, pause, or stop any of your favorites and pick up right where you left off later on. So go to podcastone.com now and download app version 2.5. That's podcastone.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation.
4: Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We're here with Heather McDonald, who has a Showtime special coming out called I Don't Mean to Brag that will premiere on August 29th on Showtime at 9 p.m. Yes. Cool. I know. I'm very excited.
3: I don't don't mean to brag,
0: but I have a special. (laughs) Totally. No, I'm very, very excited.
3: Um, You know, being a stand-up, it's something that you always imagine doing, but then the way my life kind of went, where I didn't do stand-up for a while... Because I was, you know, with the kids and at home, and I was still doing stuff in the entertainment, but I just sort of stopped going out at night and doing the stand up, and then, and then doing Chelsea lately, I got to do stand up, but I wasn't doing it at the amount that people like, you know, John Caparillo or Joe Coy does it, where they've had several specials, and so I kind of thought, oh, maybe I'll never have a special. Oh well, and then, um, and then I woke up one day and I'm like, no, I want a special. So I'm really, really glad that. That's that good. it happened, because it's huge, and I'm excited for people that don't go to comedy clubs to finally see my act, because I've never even done like the half-hour Comedy really? Central. No, nothing. So, um, seemed, was, How did, I kinda, I did mean, you
0: feel about it? Did you get nervous, or was it...
3: Sure, I still get nervous and everything, so what was great is we taped it twice, and probably 90% is from the second show, oh, because great. I talk a little fast, and... Um, was a little nervous and it was a little too well lit at the first show and I don't really need to see people. Oh, you I really kind of like, I do. I can see them, but like, it's, I, I, it can be pitch black. If it's pitch black, it kind of freaks me out, but I kind of like it dark. Like sometimes it's fun to talk to people when it's at a comedy club, but the way it was shot was at this theater and I kind of just, you were fixing yeah, it or I, I like to hear the laughter, but it, it kind of throws me because I grew up in LA. We did it in the Valley at El Portel. Let's, you know, I want to keep it real. real, I'm from the Valley. We did it in the (laughs) Valley. And, um, and and then I would look out and I'd be like, Oh my god, Nikki Six is here, you know? And then I would like see another person that I knew and I thought, Oh my god, I didn't give that person free tickets. Did they pay for the tickets? Oh my god, I feel so bad. I hope they didn't pay for the tickets. Like it was just so then right. the
0: second one I'm like, I don't Too want to. Turn them off. Yes. Turn the lights yeah. off.
4: It was I saw it. it was very, very funny. I was that's laughing so very cool hard.
0: that you came. Wait, how did you see it It premieres August 29th. He went to the taping. Oh, yeah! I, I, <laughs> I was like, he, has he special he access. Pays?
4: I feel very happy that you came to the taping. It was very. I was. I was laughing with. Uh, with half my face at the time. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Well, you oh. guys have another something in common. Yes. Which is really funny. You met Heather's niece on Tinder. That's yes. correct. Tell us about that.
4: So we met. She actually, she was one of the few girls I've been on Tinder since. Like, yes, since like September. I know all about Tinder. So I've been
3: married fourteen years, so I'm on Tinder every day. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love that.
4: Surprised I haven't come across you. <laughs> yeah, yet, yeah. So. <laughs> you're, you're exactly my type. She's the, ma- the married hot mom. That's oh what my go god, for.
3: I love that. So many young guys know to hit on married hot moms. Yeah, I appreciate it. I love it. So they see I the weak I totally spot. get it. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, the, the married hot mom is way better than than the young hot. Girl I always say
3: well because First of all if anything happened to my husband If he died or something on a bike ride Where a mountain
2: lion attacked him
3: (laughs) I would so be down to boning young Guys in a hot second I don't want to get married again I want to Like feel hairless abs I want to experience What I have an experience here. I want to I, I thought would, you were going to say Hairless ass And
0: I was like Your, no, your abs, Really low
3: yeah. And uh, I would totally Be an ad for it Just to have fun And then I'm sure You know I'd freak out When I found out That he's also Screwing eight other right. Married moms But For uh, that little moms. bit of time That little bit of ego Widowers, boost, Feel amazing boost, I would love it
4: Yeah,
0: Amazing mm-hmm. Wait so go back to dating her. Or- okay Please. go on well, so if you Back were, to my niece were you, And she's hot and single I'm My niece assuming, is 23
4: young. Okay She's very attractive I She She sent me a message on tinder and I'm then the she's, she's one of the yeah, she was females normally are not the aggressor on tinder whoa <laughs> so i was i was Insight. very impressed and at the top like my profile is a lot i, I know how guys are on yeah that. it's the shirtless abs and mine is like me Holding up like a White Castle crate case, hammered like me and a speedo at Gay Pride, like it's just me being a jackass.
0: Well, she probably liked that you were funny, right?
3: Exactly, yeah.
4: and that's what she said. So then we met at uh,
0: and then she met him and was completely disappointed. <laughs> yeah.
4: no. You are, yeah. She met and was like, you are not anything like your picture. <laughs> we met at Brennan's in in Venice. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you ever been to that bar? It's like it's like the a turtle racing. It's the, on the Lincoln. Turtle Racing. Yeah, yeah.
3: I think I kind of remember it from. Beth I've never my... gone. I've always seen it. it looks I used to a little live on the, the, the West Side so, before I was married. Oh, so she. Yeah. Had
4: so she just got out of a relationship, and I think yeah, she I, was just was just trying to meet guys and uh, have yeah. fun. Girl so race. So yeah, so we met. We met and had a few drinks uh, on a Friday night. There. Nothing happened though. Okay, okay, good. But it's funny because I do say. remember. Are you
1: prepared to hear that if it did? Like I don't know if I, no, I, I, I am because like she came that. over
3: last night. And she, the other night, she just uh, Saturday night came to our house. Um I invited her for we got I don't mean to brag but we got this <laughs> attachment that goes on your barbecue and you can make your own pizzas. That's cool. That's oh. awesome. So um I'm like I know you're 23 and single but want to come over and make pizzas with my kids. <laughs> so she came over and um and then, uh, you know, we just swam and like drank Chardonnay and ate Perfect. pizzas. That's and so amazing. then my sister was there too. My other sister, not her mom, but her my other sister, and we were asking her about dating and stuff. So I mean, I feel like I, she doesn't have to hide anything
4: from me, but she didn't but, tell but me. But that. she yeah. seems yeah. she she was definitely seemed very, and I don't normally say this about girls, innocent. Like like she little, is. She was way more naive. Like a lot of times when I when I, I'll be honest, most of the girls that I meet for Tinder, sex first night guaranteed. DTF. DTF totally. But she was not. I, thought I always thought that my daughter. But I like that Thank though. You. That's why. I, <laughs>
3: well, you know, I am a good Catholic girl. So, I went to Louisville All-Girl Catholic High School and so did Devin, went to All-Girl
4: Catholic High School. Well, that's what we well, had in high school. On you. And
3: now my stepdaughter's at the same high school. Okay, I went to an yeah.
4: all-boy Catholic High School. Which one? Too. I'm from Cincinnati, Oh, so. okay, cool. But, but it's the same, same thing. thing, raised that's Catholic. Like,
3: yeah, and when you meet someone like that, you have that kind of camaraderie about your childhood because it's different than the average person exactly Mm
1: -hmm. i wanted to ask you about your your husband yes your relationship with him so you've been with him for 14 years Uh i'm guessing you have been in the
3: comedy world yeah right but right yeah he came to my show came to my show uh when we were dating and Mm -hmm. um i was at the belly room in the comedy store nice and i'm like where is he well of course no i was in the original no, I think I might have even scored the original <laughs> room but he went straight to the main room which is the best. It's like the main and the original and the co- yeah. So then he was just about to miss me and he's like, oh, I was watching these people. They're so good. I'm like, well, come to mine. No, but he had like, such a great attitude about He's not an actor or comedian and sometimes when I would go out it was funny because I lived with my sister, Shannon, and uh sh- and we lived in Brentwood, and she was a defense attorney, and I was a stand-up comedian. She's attractive. And the two of us would go to, like, Venice and all these bars, Rebecca's and whatever was hot at the time. And guys would come, and they'd be like, whoa, you're a defense attorney, and you're a comedian? Like, they couldn't believe it, you know, at the time. Right. Like, it was so... And um, either they were like... Either they wanted to be a comic, or they're challenging me, like, you don't seem that funny, like, yeah. kind of dickish. Yeah. Or they... um. Or they were like weirdly overly into it, which right. wasn't cool either. Like a first date, I got to took to the Hermosa Beach Comedy Club. I'm like, I don't want to go to a show. Like, <laughs> I'm starving. Like you need so to be a lawyer me to a and going to like a legal conference. Yeah, yeah like it was That's weird. And so, um, so yeah, with him, he just was like, "This is cool. This is great." Like he was always like supportive of it. He never was like, "God, you've been on a lot of auditions. When are you going to book one?" He never said anything like that. <laughs> and people even asked this day, like even Chelsea. I was on the. We were doing a show on Friday. And you're on the Chelsea Peter- Handler show just to, Yes, just- I'm on, I've written and produced and appeared on Chelsea lately since the beginning, seven over 7 years. Right. And she's like, "Go, does Peter ever get like upset when you have to leave for the weekend to do stand up?" I'm like, "No, he has never once been like, don't take that gig or Well, that's actually what I wanted to ask you about because Kristen has
1: talked about this. I I do comedy, Uh I do stand up, right? Uh Yeah, and so sometimes this is your own thing, not you know your boyfriend imposing it on you, but maybe it's a balance of both people. But it sometimes limits you to what you will do in the comedy world because you feel guilty about it. And I I know that a lot of women feel that in
3: their own career sometimes where they won't go network or they won't go
1: do something.
3: Well like the difference is like some guys that are married, their wives get really jealous or whatever, because they when got stand ups can get a lot of pussy. But I don't go out to do stand-up going, I'm getting some fresh dick tonight. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) That's why that's
4: why I do it fresh dick. Yes.
3: (laughs) And and fresh dick is very nice (laughs) and um, I appreciate the women that can go do that. But like we could be murdered. So we're not gonna go and like pick up some guy in the audience and take him right. back to our hotel room and risk you know being a lifetime movie but i wouldn't do that if i was single and i wouldn't do that if i was married so i don't think there's any kind of thing like that and because he's so like he's so secure in his own you know life and his ego that he just like thinks it's great like he doesn't care yeah. and he's such a huge part of my stand-up that um really and the fact that he's never once said like don't talk about me like that or whatever i mean When he came to the show and he had like all his friends from golf there and they were just like crying, laughing Mm -hmm. about the things I was saying about him. Like he was laughing the hardest. Yeah, laughing the hardest. And so I tell my kids, I'm like, you know, if I want to tweet something that you guys said, like you just have to accept it because this is the family business and some people make their kids get up and pick corn at five in the morning on a farm (laughs) and I'm gonna talk about you and your dad and your dad has a gratitude, and that's why we get to go on vacation, like I just performed at Atlantis, whose mom used right. to do stand up at Atlantis, and I chose yeah, Atlantis. And I just wrote my agent today, and I go, Is there any stand up opportunities in Orlando, Florida? Because my kids really want to go to the Harry Potter thing, oh. and, um, like, yeah. I want to make an like, cool. I want to make a work opportunity. Yeah, I you can't were just saying, go on a front straight of line up vacation universal too. So that's Yeah. yeah. Good. So I mean exactly. come on. It's well, all about so the amusement will... parks and water slides for me. <laughs> it gigs, is. gigs need to be around you, you, things you, like that. You just gave yeah. me an
4: idea. I hope they do do they do stand up at hedonism in Jamaica.
3: No, I but they do, do a Cabo <laughs> comedy festival. Let's I know they did can, that last year, right? They, It's happening again this year. Oh, it is. Yes. I will give you the number and hook you up. <laughs> Very interesting. No, yes. I think that's
1: a really good thing. So uh, the majority of people who listen to our podcast uh-huh. are men, but there's women as well that listen. I, I would love – because I think that is – Uh, amazing from both sides that you do what you want to do without, you know, second guessing yourself or curtailing what it is that you do. And your husband supports you even when he wasn't your husband. So if there was advice that you could give to the guys listening to the show on how to be
3: supportive, what would you say to them? Like, what does that look like being supportive? I mean, I think for either a man or a woman, like you shouldn't, um, if, if you feel what they're doing is not important, then you shouldn't be with that person. You know what I mean? Like if you were like if a if a girl was with a guy and was like he's a musician,
0: <laughs> right. oh
3: yeah, like he's ever gonna get a deal? Like, then just leave it. like don't don't you know, be with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, you can't respect it. Yeah, totally. And it was always just like you know, um, disbelieved in me. Never was like you should do. You know, but I had other jobs. I was like I was a realtor. Like throughout, like I remember I I sold a house in Burbank, and the night before my I guest starred on Malcolm in the Middle, and I'm doing like. The home inspection and the people were like, Did I see your Malcolm in the middle? I'm like, Yeah, like this is my job. Like some people are a bartender, I'm right. a realtor. Like, so I always, like you know, had a job and, and brought in, you know, an income, but it was also just like, you know, it just wasn't ever, you know, a problem about what I vision. wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I remember I left for a week to do a gig in at Harrah's with a bunch of other female comics. I made like no money. It was the first week of, my son going to kindergarten, and I just felt terrible about it. Like, I felt so bad. And he's like, it's fine. He's like, he's fine. Like, just, it's good. Like, go to your thing, you know? And the same thing, I remember my son was like one and a half when I wrote White Chicks, and I had to be in Canada because I wrote White Chicks with the Williams Brothers and did um, a bit. And I was gone for like maybe eight days. I was in the movie too. And I felt so bad, like aching. And I remember I was watching Seabiscuit in the in the room, <laughs> and I was just sobbing. Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And then he he was just like, "Oh my god, like it's okay, you know." But yeah. guys don't have
0: it's okay. It's good guys that he don't have the Yeah,
3: like yeah. the DNA that's within a woman when she has a child cannot be reproduced in a man. Like right. they have their own things, but they will never like a man. No one will ever ask a man god you have to travel for your job right. for like three days at a time right right that is how true. do you leave your toddler right that's who true who would ever ask like a guy that nobody you know or like when i go to school and um they'll the people will be like whoa the moms will be like what are you doing here gosh stranger really? uh, and yeah and i'm like really did you just say that to that guy that's a lawyer like what's what right, he a, doing that's now? a total double that's standard totally yeah. is and they and I, like i don't want to like you know bash their face and or you know because i understand what they're coming from too but it's it's really it's just something that you just don't think about that's like, really true, it's so true. That and like you know i you know that my i'm not in the classroom and then for my husband i'll be like he doesn't want to reach out and like make playdates for the kids because he doesn't want anyone thinking like he's hitting on them. Right. So then now my kid's social life is kind of (laughs) suffered to be totally honest. Like, you know, cause I'm on Facebook and I'm like, Oh my God, there was like another beach day. Like we weren't invited to, but I don't know the mom. So it's like, they'll be better off for that. Well, yeah. So who knows? I mean, that's what I'm always like, we it's just the five of us. Like yeah. my three kids, my husband, I'm like, we are Swiss Family Robinson. We're going to rock it out. We're going to party by ourselves. Because right. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Like, so you have no other friends. No, and I, but if you are my friend, you've totally scored. Because yeah, like then you it. get to go to cool things. Exactly. So the few people that have hung out and uh, helped me out. At the school, like, have definitely uh, benefited For from sure. my coolness. How did oh. you and
0: your husband meet? Because you were already doing stand up, right? You didn't. It was a that.
3: setup. I was um, the cater on the Keenan andrew Wayne show was a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine, and he was like, "You should meet my friend." Okay. And what's so crazy is I, It was a blind date, and what I feel kind of badly about this day and age is like blind dates don't exist. No, At all No, Because if I was going to Set you up with my niece I just showed you a picture Like right. you know Or you could look her up you In You see second. all of her thoughts Of what you she's could, thinking You could find yeah. out everything Unless school, you were like the went Everything And that's why I think Sometimes when people Finally go on the first date They know so much About each other Whether they've looked it up Or talked online That sometimes It's really kind of hard And it was like It's so much It's so great If you can meet organically Like at yeah. a party Or through a friend That's true so, Because there that's isn't so that, true. I, I, yeah. I've, I've
4: been saying that now It's you really do – you know so much about someone even just from like meeting on Tinder.
1: But it's the fake knowing so much about
4: somebody because right. you, you don't and really you know, get to like, know them. And you know like you can
3: find like who their ex-boyfriend was and you're that's like, oh, thing. that's her type? Ew. And or Or exactly. something and you know – And we which, all
4: stalk. That's the thing. You, the, minute, the minute I – I, I If I match with somebody on Tinder, then it needs to turn into straight stock. And
0: well, the thing is yes. also, if you don't have any results like on Google, then you're right. like, oh, what a loser. Like
3: I remember with my boyfriend, <laughs> I, I had to wait till he like went on a bike ride, go in his closet, look through the photos, <laughs> steal a few, bring them to brunch, share them with my girlfriends,
0: analyze the ex-fiance. Right. Or you're like the weird weirdo yes. with the pictures in your wallet, which, right. you know. Would be you know that yeah. doesn't that's so yeah it's a completely different yeah but
4: it's crazy too because I I've been doing this in my act it's ne- it's never been easier like for well, it's always been easy for women to get laid but it's never been easier for a man to get oh laid. I know like the game has completely changed
3: yeah my husband said he plays golf and some kid was playing with him some you know twenty three year old guy. And it, my husband goes, "Do you know about this thing called Tinder? And I go, yeah, we like did it on, on the phone. show. <laughs> we did it on the show. And I'm like, um, yeah, I, and I've been meeting guys on it <laughs> yeah. for when you uh, <laughs> unexpectedly that? die. But um, so I, I, he goes, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's a good looking guy, but he says he just goes to Vegas and he just goes on Tinder and then they have all these girls and they're just getting laid back forth. And I kind of like got sad because oh, yeah. like, my son's 11 and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, what about pursuing a girl and going on a date and it's just i I feel like it makes it so hard and then even if you like someone there's all these other hot people coming at you right so it's really hard to like be exclusive and then you're spending half your time checking up to on the person to make sure they're being exclusive and it's like oh my god sometimes it makes it easier it, it does like there's a lot of information about people
1: out there which can either you know sway you to like them more or sway you against them but
3: i think right more but so what about all the sites where the things. girls like sisters helping sisters where they like rate their penis size. And if they're cheap and if they're bad in bed and I'm like, I hope my sons have big enough dicks to like <laughs> satisfy these whores <laughs> that are coming up. Cause I'm like, that is awful. But it's true
4: that like the, the dick, like girls are instantly wanting dick pics from guys, which cracks me up because a girl would do, I
0: don't think so because a like to me gr- like in, maybe like, I just hang out with whores like,
4: then dicks? I don't know. Maybe like, well, I don't
0: think I would ever say, "Can you please send me over?" A no, picture because of your penis? to me like dick pics, that's like Indian food to me. Like if I'm in the mood for it, it's delicious. <laughs> but if not, right. it's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So yes. I just these random dick pics. I don't know where this came from.
4: But Brett, anyway. Brett Farve. I, like I blame Brett Favre Re- yes.
0: What he started um, it? He was a couple years ago. Yeah, he kind of was the
3: first to like get caught doing it. He was yeah,
4: like he was like the he's like the godfather of dick pics. Really? Yeah.
1: Did not know that, but
4: but the kids I know, just from doing a lot of college shows, I'm not I'm not like a big dick pic. I I agree with you. I think it's so weird. And what cracks me up too is a lot of girls will do a full nude and they'll want to dick pic in return. I'm like, this really isn't a fair exchange. Did you not see this? Right. I have your face, which not that I would do that, but you could be put on blast. You just want my dick? This could be anybody's dick, yeah. right? Like, how do you? Right. Know? Well,
3: then you should keep like a, a really good dick saved in your camera. <laughs> it could be yours or somebody you else's. Send a
4: black dick. <laughs> yeah. I normally do n- your white
3: face and then just send a that hilarious.
4: I normally do that actually. <laughs>
3: yeah, that is
1: funny. I want to get into overanalyze this because I know that you will have some great answers. So what we do is uh, people who listen to our show, all four of them, write right. in questions awesome. and we overanalyze them to death. They used to be right. called analyze this, but we talk about it for a long time. Um, But you're okay to stick around, right? Okay, cool. All right. So here is the first question. I have this girlfriend who we have a great rapport and she loves me very much, but she has recently divorced and we are dating. It's gotten serious even though she says she didn't want to and now after a while wants to date other people to see what dating is all about. She says she loves me very much, but has to do this to see what she needs and what she wants. I'm very torn by my feelings. Should I just drop her and move on or agree for both of us to see other people? Thanks, Jay.
3: I think um, my first thought was drop her, but now I'm thinking, yeah, you should date other people and if she really likes you, she'll get jealous and come back.
0: I think they should both both date, both other date. Pe- yeah
3: that's what i mean yeah or yeah, yeah
0: both date other people mm-hmm. but then basically see essentially this is an experiment to see if they find anyone better and then if yeah. they don't i think the two of them can reunite but
3: <laughs> i know i mean actually when i was dating my husband it was recent one of the reasons i wanted to date him was because the the guy their mutual friend said well, he recently broke up with his fiance. I'm like, who broke up with whom? And oh, she broke up with him. And I'm like, that's good because I didn't want it to be like a cold feet thing. Because I was, I was hunting for a husband. Like I was on the path to find the right person. I was done dating weirdos for material. Mm-hmm. I was like <laughs> only like appropriate people. And I dated two appropriate people prior to him. So I was like, okay. Um, and and we had that moment where he well, the friend told me, well, P- Peter really likes you, but. He he just didn't think he would get into something so serious so quickly after the fiance, and wow. I got so pissed. So then I got drunk that night, like people do, and um, and I'm like, "This isn't gonna work out," you know. And he's like, <laughs> "No, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "Brian told me what you said that you don't want to get into a serious thing," and he's like, "No,", no. and um, so I understand the person thinking that once they break up with someone that. They're going be surprised that they find that right person. So I think he should be like, hey, I think I'm the right person for you. But if you want to go date other people, I will date other people too. We'll see how it goes, you know, and we'll see what happens and kind of call her on it. And he should definitely really try to meet someone else and see what she does. I actually agree with that. Because it's interesting
1: because I'm going to go back to what you had said before. Um, If somebody says they're a musician and the person that they're dating is like, oh, right, he's a musician. It's kind of the same thing here. It's like, you know, one person wants to go do something. And if he doesn't really want to do that as well, then he has to go do his own thing as well. And if they come back together… Then I think they're meant to be. But if she really has these strong desires or these this feeling of a need to go explore, because she's probably been in a relationship since she was 17 years old, right. Early 20s. Uh, you you have to separate for a bit and see how it goes. But if you come back together, that's when I think it's real.
0: Yeah,
4: it's over. She's gonna go on Tinder, and it's just it's done. It's gonna be fresh. But then it's not. But then
0: you know that it wasn't really meant to be. So I I think I that, just think so sometimes though that if you do go back, it's kind of like well, I didn't really find anyone better. Like you'll you'll suffice. I, I
4: agree. I mean, why why what are you, why are you looking for someone better at that point?
1: Because I think it can mess around with your head, right? So like, you hear from other people that maybe, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't settle for this one person that you met right after okay. your divorce, or uh, you know, you didn't really have an excha- a chance to explore when you were younger. This is your time to do it. Figure out what you want and what you don't want.
3: But I say call or bluff because like. If the guy said to me, no, but I love you and you're my girlfriend and I thought we were going to be together for it. Like she's going to get so creeped out. But if yeah. he's like, hey, I'd like to be with you exclusive, but I get it. So go to your thing. Hat, like that's yeah. way more sexy and then she may that panic is sexy, when right? she see, no. when she like texts him and he doesn't text her back for 3 hours or the, until the next day and goes, sorry just got this i i was out last night like leave it at that yeah. and play that game i mean it's hard to play the game a little bit with the texting cuz i'm back from the time where there was like voicemail and leaving phone messages and i could play the you mean game when people of, could
4: communicate to each other where
3: you could like <laughs> not where you could act like i didn't yeah. get the call right. for sure. sometimes day you and don't have yeah, but if you don't you do. answer a text, you, you 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 know someone saw it. Right. I agree. And no matter how busy you are, within three hours you can answer every text, whether it's a movie, a meeting, anything. There's exactly. nothing that takes longer than three hours that you can't get back to. So it's kind of hard to play like right,
0: like you know. It's all that's getting hard can't, now with email. Yeah, you to, can't even
3: play you know? the game. It's like, right. you know, well, I guess you're dead because you didn't write back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. nobody's going to be patient with you not returning. Or like if someone doesn't return my text, like after a few hours I'm like, "Hello?" Yeah, you know, like, yeah. "Oh, it's like, true. sorry." I know you, you know, oh, sorry, you know, so no, like, then it's like, "Oh, sorry, right. I meant yeah, to right, write you back." To but write like back. how you can't really play that, you know, old school like the rules game or anything anymore because yeah. the technology is like too hard to
1: right I, I like your answers that's a good answer for jay next question hello ladies and guests i'm married to a wonderful woman for nearly 14 years and we have two great kids wait is this huh? weird <laughs> yeah. she's a stand-up comic who constantly talks about me that's, on that's exactly what it says <laughs> um <laughs> four and six years old she's 37 and i'm 42 and relatively speaking we're financially well off I'm the reliable absolutely faithful and responsible husband since our children have come along my wife is no longer interested in sex so 4 and 6 that's how okay. old our kids are one would almost think there is a uh, correlation there i have uh, been able to glean that for her that sex equals children equals frustration i'm offered to, i've offered to get the big v vasectomy Mm -hmm. but this seems to make no difference to add to the situation we have a meddling mother-in-law her mom who requires about as much emotional attention as our children this is longer but
3: the details Uh, are necessary his his life sounds off i know prior to (laughs) marriage and family we would go out
1: travel and our sex schedule was once a week i understand that when the boys were babies and sleep was precious sex was not a priority however now that the boys are old enough we can go out for dinner or a movie or whatever it still does not happen there there's always something that comes up. I tried on a, a number of occasions uh, that we get a babysitter and take make a romantic weekend, but the excuse seems to be money, not enough, and because of her food sensitivity issues oh, with
0: geez, meat, this milk, etc. Yeah.
1: She As is a per, terrible human being. She's awful. Yeah. He, he probably Feeling, wrote
0: that Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> ah, yes, I Feeling know about that. Feeling yeah. frustrated,
1: atta- I've attended counseling to try and figure out what's wrong with me. Sadly, thinks it's wrong with oh him. My God. For the sake of my own sanity, there is increasing hostility between us, and I feel that our relationship. Is more like roommates than life mates. Even roommates can have fun and even get it on occasionally. I've been operating on the basis of loving, being a conscious decision. However, thoughts of leaving or stepping out have mm-hmm. been a recently have been recently cropping up in my mind. I've mentioned this to her, and we both shut down. The responsibility of raising our sons and the fear of losing everything in the event of a divorce is a definite uh, deterrent to me. Yeah. I ju- I'm just. Oh, I just do my time and hope to survive until the Sounds kids like are grown up and like, out of the house. Do, do my time. Where do I take my broken shell from here? Oh. It's sad, but like... Very realistic. I real, feel like realistic. that is
3: a lot of people yeah. right now. I think... I think at 42 with two kids, absolutely he should not be stuck in some awful loveless marriage. Because... Divorce is horrible, but it can be really, it can be really fantastic too, because it's like, you're the rest of your life. And like, I think he has to get like real serious with her and be like, either we need to go. I mean, they definitely should go on like a weekend away, see if they can't connect, you know, and see if they can't get on track. And then he has to be hardcore. Like, you know, I, first of all, he should get his, if he is thinking about divorce, um, he should start getting his shit in order. Yeah. And, uh, cause guys get real screwed. The, the, the person who makes money gets screwed. And if he makes money like, um, where you can really track it, this is all, <laughs> this is all because I know a lot. You've but done like, your homework. Yeah. But like, if he has money, like, uh, if you, you know, where you can't hide it. He's yeah. going to get screwed with two kids. 50% of his income will be taken gross. Yeah. So, that's really gross. Yeah, that's yeah. like, I mean, one time my husband <laughs> brought home, uh, c- flowers from Costco unexpectedly, and I was like, what is this about? And he goes, I ran into a guy from baseball who's going through a divorce and he's living in a studio apartment. And like, that was enough that. to make him buy the roses and just <laughs> know, like, I don't I like want that life. That's so, awesome. but I, I, I think you gotta really try hard, but you don't wanna waste like seven years in a loveless marriage trying so hard. Right. I mean, your kids are gonna be devastated. And it's going to be hard for them whether you get divorced at six and four or sixteen and eighteen. It's going to throw them for a I loop. I would think it'd be harder for them now. Like for for my it's not going to be, but it's not going to be either when they're like nine and eleven. It's basically right.
1: like it's there's... But can you, you imagine not. being around that energy of two parents who do right. not like? I mean, better
4: yeah. that. I
3: mean, it would be better that you're with two people that are happy and you. Yeah, they can, I mean, I and the kids think are smart.
4: They pick up on that. I would think it's
3: easier when they're like that age to adjust to a change in schedule than like sure. when they're like in middle school. Yeah, buy them ice cream. They're over it, right? Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, when my friend was getting a divorce, like you know, it it was hard for the kids, and and it's not even based on their age. Some kids will just be down, be adjusted easier, and other ones are like kind of mourn it more and. Right. But it's also
1: feeding off of the parents. Like yeah. I've seen my sister-in-law's divorce, and the only—I don't know if it's the only reason they're affected, because I don't know what would happen if both right. parents handled it with grace. Right. But one parent did not, and it totally affected. But when the we children. don't know who
3: this guy is, I mean, maybe he's really kind of gross. Maybe she's just <laughs> completely turned off. I feel But for that's, her. that's Maybe, maybe He's as done well. gross <laughs> things, right? Maybe he's done gross things, and she's just grossed out, and she's just like, oh, like going to bar. Yeah. And if that's the case, they really should try to make a point. They should decide. They should really try or decide let's go our separate ways and like we both deserve to be happy like hey it's not a waste you got two great kids out of it but no one should be miserable in a loveless marriage and I agree. I think mean, I think the, I think the I mean, other thing And he shouldn't start cheating. Please don't no, start cheating. No, but I think it's really great that he has gone don't to think
1: counseling. I he would. He wouldn't cheat. No, it doesn't sound like he would ever. He has, I think he has, he has, like he's afraid to. He no I think balls. he I
3: think if he makes a, a point to stay he will eventually.
1: Well this is the thing He is going to counseling Which I love But I would love If the two of them Could go to counseling together Because in that yeah. That safe space Maybe she'll be more open And say like You're disgusting
3: Like start shaving your And oftentimes your the counselor Sometimes will be like You guys should Call it a day. Yeah. Like sometimes they push it. Like they're like, you will have a better I don't need life. Life. I don't need a career that's yeah,
1: like, like, they're like this a a better.
4: yeah, like this is a statistic. Yeah.
1: But the if thing you, is, is that if, but, if they keep shutting down when trying to have a conversation, there's communication th- issues there. I would say first step is to seek counseling for both of you yeah. to figure out what's going on, ask for a real honesty. And then afterwards is going to come some work. For both of you. And then give yourself a time frame of, you know, I'm going to put as much effort as I can into this for one year. Hopefully she'll do the same. Mm-hmm. If she's not willing to, Here, then you end that I year suggest. sooner, but then give it one year and then you can they end your marriage.
4: get the kids away. They settle down. They watch Heather McDonald's stand-up special. <laughs> there you go. Naked. Naked. And then they have sex. So they laugh and they have sex. And then it's all set.
1: There. Perfect. Done. Done. That should yeah. be and your then, pitch and then the, show, the kids to the
0: marriages. Yeah, and the dad's like, not to brag, but I just fucked your mom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Perfect. Love it. Wrap Perfect. That, that was a good <laughs> answers. All right. Let's go to the next
1: one.
0: But like, divorce just sounds like you know, when there's a pool, like, it's kind of, it's not super hot outside, but there's a pool and it looks, it looks like you would might want to go in because of, you know, maybe the sun was out earlier, but then you put your toe in and it's really cold. But then once you kind of start going in, it's like still not great, but then once you're in, you're like, yeah. I'm glad I did that. I know it was yeah. hard, but I'm in and I'm feeling good now. Yeah. That's my an, anal, analyzation of di- divorce. That's, Clearly yes. I've never been through it because I just made it sound that's really That's your analogy. Nice. No, but yeah. I think yeah. that's yeah. the same
1: thing. For often. You're but the afraid other, to yeah. do
0: things. Right.
3: But the other thing is like, where are you, like in the marriage, like you can fight a lot. And these t- these years are hard when the kids are that age, trust me, they cause all the fights. I know you're always supposed to say, you didn't cause the divorce, but they did. <laughs> so it's like, but if you have a friendship, like some people say we grew apart, we have nothing in common. Those people should get divorced. But if there's like, we fight all the time, but we do laugh and we're friends or the fights don't last long, but maybe they're a little more often during this cha- these chaotic years. Then I say like, really try there's to stay together. To cause like, you know, I, I like love look there. at our life later on, and I'm like, I know we like to do all the same things, and then I like fantasize about my like son going off to college, hopefully near a winery, and then we'll like visit him, <laughs> <at hand laughs> and we'll like have a nice dinner, and then we can go wine tasting after. Like, you know, like there could be, I think, like there's a great like life out there if there's a friendship there, and even if there's some dry spots or fighting years, right. like you can make it work. But if you really don't like each other. And you have nothing in common. That, yeah, they our know. no. ways. So, oh, yeah. I like that. That's a good answer. One more question, and then we're going to
1: wrap up. Uh, hello, ladies and guests. I'm hoping you can throw your vast knowledge at my dating life. Uh, I've attracted older wo- women since I was 20, and now I'm 29, and on my third semi-serious relationship with an older woman. She's 40. I've hooked up with women my age, but it never goes past a one-night stand. I feel if I'm put in a room with 100 women, the ones I attract will be late 30s and early 40s. To be honest, I have a hard time carrying a conversation with women my age and younger. I've always been told I look and act older, and when I'm out with my girlfriend, people are surprised she's the older one. I've never felt like the it's trophy- like Benjamin Button or something? Like, <laughs> 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 I've never felt like the trophy younger man, but I'd like your opinion. Rob?
4: Hmm. I, I'll i tell you what, I can in a way relate, not that I've, I've never dated an older woman, but I find older women more attractive in a lot of ways because I think a lot of these younger women are just fucking idiots.
1: Yeah. And and, I mean, and that's
4: not attractive and that's not attractive. So like for me, I've essentially been single pretty much my whole life, but I always say this, it it comes to a point, even whether it's me now or like 10 years ago, if I'm going to sleep with somebody, I really don't want to just, I don't care how attractive you are. If you, if you are just a boring fucking mundane person, I I don't, I don't want to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so if he so if he can relate to older women better, then just go for it. I mean, yeah. I mean there's there's no
1: well he was saying the difficulty he has is that he has only one night stands with with these girls who are in their twenties. So it sounds like it's So, so clearly they're looking for a
0: good time and yeah. he's looking for something more um, something serious. Serious. Yeah. I think he might look... them. I think he he is underestimating younger women though, because I know when I was in my twenties, I was not a total idiot. I've been in my thirties since I was twelve, basically. Yeah, That's right. my personality. So I think he should open up his window of of opportunity just with other younger girls that might not have a horrible personality. But if,
3: it, but if he's happy with a 40 year old girlfriend, then be enjoying,
4: happy. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. 11 years is than much, it's not that much. I mean, much. Much. It
3: is, it is in a lifetime though. Like there's certain years that, that line up. Okay. You know, 29 guy, 40 year old woman. Fine. 39 year old guy, 50 year old woman, 60 mm, year old and 49 year old. Now it's not that great. I yeah. mean, the same thing goes With, like, women and men that are 20 years older. Like, hey, 30 and 50. 50, A 50-year-old guy still, you know, wants to sometimes go to a nightclub. You know, is down to fuck. Is, like, great. But when in in 10 years, when she's only 40 and he's 60, shit changes. And they don't drive the Porsche anymore. And the swing is no longer being used for sex. And it's kind of a bummer. Like, so you do kind of have to really... But if you fall in love, you fall in love. But it it is a challenge when there's too much of an age difference. Yeah. And of course it's different for men and women. Yeah. Ten years between the guy being older and the girl is not a big deal. It is gets a bigger deal, especially if he wants to have kids. If okay. he's like doesn't want to have kids and he shouldn't worry about it. It could be fine, you know. But it yeah. sounds like he's kinda of like going, Maybe I should stop doing this and he shouldn't waste her time. But again, if she doesn't want to have kids, she's probably fine like being with a twenty nine year old. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it sounds like that's who he's attracting, but there's one thing – okay, he didn't really give much of a a question, but – if he is having one night stands with these twenty year olds, it means he is attracting them. So you mean forty year olds, or is he... no? He said, with, oh, a, with
3: he the 20... well, we just oh. got out. All the twenty year olds oh, yes. are sluts. So <laughs> well, right, I don't true. think it's that much of a challenge. It's, it's, I
4: don't think it's a challenge in general. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going. On. It's it's easy nowadays. Right. God, so I don't know who so he's easy. dating. But I'm just saying in
1: general, like still, these women are saying, "Okay, I want to sleep with you."
4: Which yeah, but Marnie, I'll say this: it's, for as much as I get annoyed with the younger girls, if a hot girl. If I'd had a few drinks with me and a hot girl comes up to me, I'm going to be like, oh, I'll fuck her. It's, 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 it's not like right. – I'll, I'll say this. Sexually, The I would say – Like the, you're doing them a favor or God, something? It's like
0: taking
3: the garbage out
4: of <laughs> yeah, <life>. I mean, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I'll do really it, sure. no, I was, It's just so like, like, like,
4: charity work. But the older girls, <laughs> I always say this because my, fr- my friends to this day always bust my balls. They're like, man, Andy's just – they're always fucking older chicks. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like because here's the thing. A lot of times they know what they're doing and they're more experienced, especially sexually. So,
3: and they're also and correct me if I'm wrong. They're also not going to get all crazy and expect you to be their boyfriend or like want to marry you or have your baby because they've done all that exactly. Yeah, they're just out to like have fun and be with someone cool, and that's also I think the attraction because that a guy in his late twenties doesn't necessarily want to get married and all that, but girls in their late twenties, we do. They have a timeline. They have to be smart about it, you know. So they they can't waste their time. I love, good answer. Yeah. Then you have
1: to speak at all this entire episode. It's fantastic. But that's all the time that we have. But thank okay. you so much. Please like brag away and plug <laughs> your show and plug whatever you want to plug.
3: So, okay. So uh, the special Showtime, which is, I mean, how great is Showtime? Yeah. Uh, August 29th, premiere premieres at nine. So TiVo it, plan it. Um, my books are available um, uh, at, at stores, Barnes & Noble online. I did the audio. The first one is You'll Never Blue Ball in this town again. You'll never blue ball in this town again. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> and my inappropriate life. And the last episode of Chelsea is August 26th. And go to my website, heathermcdonald.net because I have a lot of live um, shows coming up all over the country and I'd love for to meet Orlando. in person. And hopefully Orlando. <laughs> and uh, But no, I'm going to New York and Boston and awesome. San Sacramento and Raleigh and Dallas and I can't remember the other. So yeah.
0: So come see me. And remember you guys can buy Heather's book on, um, our Amazon link, which is winggirlmethodcom slash Amazon. Yeah. And Andy, tell people how to
1: get in touch with you.
4: You can send me death threats like I always get on Twitter, which I love. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? No, I, huh. I get. I just get a lot of a lot of hate, which I enjoy because uh-huh. I, I retweet it. Oh, great! So, and I do He's having
1: sex with everybody's wives. That's yeah, why
4: I guess so. Death <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not having sex with anybody's wives. Their that, husbands.
2: I, their husbands. Yes, yes. their husbands.
4: <laughs> um, that's just at Andy Ruther, and I, I want to plug my podcast, which. Yeah, we keep improving the Dirty Sports podcast, and uh, check that out on my website that we run for the uh, podcast, DirtySports.com.
1: Perfect. And if you want to ask questions for overanalyze this, send them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com, and you can download new episodes of the Ask Women Podcast every Thursday. But even better, click on subscribe so you don't have to do anything, and they will just come straight into your funnel. Oh. as I always <laughs> say, which means something to other people, but it's a lot to me. Uh, but thanks for listening, and we. We'll see you guys next week.
2: Thanks for listening to the Ask Women Podcast. Go to podcast1.com next week for a brand new show.